Something Something Dragon, episode 32, Side Quest, part 2. And welcome to the Something Something Dragons podcast, a part of the Untold Stories project. This is normally our actual play of the Carrion Crown Adventure Path, but today we are completing the second part of our totally unrelated side quest. I am your host and game master, Aaron, and with me today, as always, are the Rainbow Squad. Squad, take a moment to introduce yourself and your character. I'm Green. I'll be playing Soria, half-orc investigator, which I'm just playing like a rogue because I don't know how that works. Yeah. It's basically half rogue, half bard, but... Yeah, I can deal with that. I'm Blue. I'm playing Lenza, who is a medium elf. An elf medium. <laughs> She's a medium-sized elf. I mean, yes, elves are medium-sized I mean, creatures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's actually pretty tall. Oh my god. We, we need to cast an enlarged spell on her so that she's a large medium. Right. <laughs> Red. I am Lilla, a self sorcerer, tattooed sorcerer. I'm Orange. I'll be playing Jaren. He is a gnome brawler, easy for me to say, with a dragon fetish. So, when last we saw our heroes, they had traveled to Lipostat to speak with Justice Embrus Dermid, who put them on the trail, probably of members of the Whispering Way, but in any case, of a group of people who had stolen a page that could lead to a crypt holding secrets about the imprisonment of the Whispering Tyrant. The party arrived at this crypt, which was at a peak high in the Hungry Mountains, and entered the tomb. Inside, they found evidence that someone had been there just before them, in the form of many triggered traps. They encountered a pair of shadows, and we left them just as they ran into a group of skeletal figures wearing samurai armor from the Minkai region. And with that, I will get some background music going, courtesy of Tabletop Audio. I already have our sound effects queued up, thanks to Zapsplat, and I will need initiative rolls from the party. Naturally. Or you could just let the skeletons attack you. I mean, that's fine, too. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm the one in the front. I don't like that plan. Ooh, I got an 8. No, I feel less bad. I got a 14. <laughs> 14. So much better than last time. Yay! Uh, I rolled a 17 for 21. Do you want to go ahead and roll initiative for Spark since he's not currently attached to you? Ah, uh, yes, yes, I will. Um, that is 14. Okay. Uh, at the top of the round, Lenza had turned the corner and saw these skeletons, which Lila had heard through the wall. And uh, at the top of the round is... Talking is a free action, right? Talking is a free action. Oh, lovely. Skeletons. Jaren, you have the highest initiative amongst the PCs. Oh, well, isn't that nice? I'm just going to be like... Hey, I hear there's some skeletons down here. Yep, there sure are. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you. Was that a single move action? Yep. So do you want to ready an action to punch anything that gets close enough to you? Yes, when it gets close enough, I'm going to punch it. Sounds good. Spark is up next. Cool. Are they to the north or the south of us currently? You heard them coming from right to the uh, west of you. I think they're actually, they are neither to the north nor south of you, but you are kind of in the south of the other corridor. Okay, where did everybody else go? <laughs> I was like, you followed us, or are you just gonna chill they're out They're around the map? corner to the well, like, left. So Spark is gonna go up. Oh, he's probably gonna prepare an action. Okay. 
Um, yeah. Lensa. Skeletons. There are skeletons. If you'd like to uh, make a knowledge religion check to identify them, you may. I mean, sure. I don't know if there's anything special about these ones. Sure. 25. Uh, indeed. So these skeletons move with a bit more purpose than you're used to, and they have a cold blue light which shines in their eye sockets, which tells you that these are not ordinary skeletons. These are skeletal champions. Skeletal champions retain their intelligence and cunning, which makes them formidable warriors. They actually can have class levels. And if they had levels in life, they would keep them. Can you play uh, as one of those? Not no. by default, no. Uh, you would know that like all skeletons, they are immune to cold. They have standard undead immunities. Uh, they have DR5, which is bypassed by bludgeoning. Skeletal champions have dark vision and uh, channel resistance. And then obviously uh, they have the ability to use whatever armor and weapons that they're currently wearing. These skeletons are wearing uh, steel lamellar armor, and they are wielding katanas, which look to be of Minkai origin. So what do you want to do? I don't want to be here. You have a move action. I have anything that deals bludgeoning damage. I don't know. Do you? You might not. I don't think so. I've got a crossbow, but unless I stick a boxing glove on the arrow, I'm pretty sure that's piercing. Oliver Queen has that trademarked. All right. Well, um, these ones are a bit tougher than your regular skeletons. Be careful. And I don't know what to do. Do you want to hold your action? Do you want to... I'm not going to back up. I'm going to actually stay here. I'm going to tap Darren with a Shield of Faith. Darren, that gives you a plus two to your armor class. Well, actually, it's a plus two deflection bonus, which, Jaren, you already have a Ring of Protection, correct? Uh, I do. Okay, so it will only give you a plus one to your armor class because deflection bonuses don't stack. It would just be the higher. But effectively, your armor class goes up by one. Okay. Skelly, skelly. So a skeleton comes running around the corner with a katana drawn and walks right into Jaren's ready action. Oh, that's nice of him. I'm uh, be like, hey, and uh, I'm gonna punch it. Okay. What did we roll? Uh, we rolled a twenty-four. A twenty-four will hit the skeletal champion's AC. And we whack it for eleven bludgeoning damage. That is also magical. Okay. Eleven points of damage will uh. Being bludgeoning will bypass its DR, so you will punch it solidly. Bones go flying and crack. You hear a rib shatter underneath the armor. However, that is not enough to disable it. And so he is going to swing at you with his katana. Good for him. However, I am quite certain that a nine will miss. Yeah, that's that's going to miss. Okay. Soria, now it's your turn. That one, you can hit a comma. All right, I'm going to move here. That actually makes, gives me a better option because now I can see him and still use this without potentially whacking Jaren upside the head. I don't know how it works but I have a spell called telekinetic projectile. You do. And I'm assuming there's rocks around this dungeon. There are. I, however, I will point out that trying to cast a spell, much less using a ranged attack, next to an opponent who has a melee weapon will provoke an attack of opportunity. Can I move back then? I can still see him from here. I can still see him from back here. Yep, absolutely. Alright, so. I'm I am not used to spell casting. <laughs> That's fine. A 14 for four damage. A 14 will not hit the skeleton. Dagnap. You reach out with your telekinesis, you pick up a rock off the ground, flings it at the skeleton. However, it hits the uh, lamellar armor on the skeleton and does not do damage. Uh, Lila, you are up. Alrighty. So I will step forward just a little bit. Yeah, so I can see a thing there. What spells do I have? You have quite a lot of spells. 
We do, which that's nice. I'm gonna say, if you didn't have a whole party, a whole line of party members in front of you, those skeletons would be perfectly lined up for a lightning bolt, but... Yeah. Well, I also have Disrupt Undead, which I know can be pretty, pretty good, so I'm gonna cast that. Okay. That is a 24 for 6 damage. A 24 will strike the touch AC of the uh, Undead Warrior, and with 6 points of damage, that skeleton turns into black ash, and the uh, armor and katana fall to the ground with a clattering sound. Nice. Well, that makes that next skeleton's turn much easier, because he was going to have to pull out his bow, but now that his buddy isn't in the way, he's just going to close with Jaren and swing. Yep, come on up here. That's what he'll do. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn power attack on. What does that mean? Uh, it's an, a, a feat, which allows him to take a negative to hit and increase his damage. Will a 19 hit? Nope. I should have left power attack off. So he swings his katana down at Jaren, and Jaren nimbly sidesteps it like, I can do this all day. 19 won't hit him? Nope. The power attack off wouldn't have hit him either, because it's just a plus two, right? Yeah, no, wouldn't have hit him either. Why? Why? Normally 21. Right now it's 22. Oh, yeah, then, then uh, that would still would not have hit him. Wow, okay. Uh, that's going to make this next skeleton's action totally wasted, but he's going to try anyways. He's going to uh, sheathe his katana, draw his short bow, and fire his short bow at Jaren. He does have a point blank and precise shot, so he doesn't get the plus the you know the minus four to his AC, but but I I have a very very low chance of hitting. Yeah, that's a thirteen. That that sails right over his head and right over Lenzo's head. It's like I'm down here. <laughs> oh, why are uh, you shooting if it goes over my head? <laughs> yeah. Uh, round two is going to start with one more skeleton who is not currently on the map. Uh-uh. So he's going to move there. He's going to attempt an acrobatics check to uh, move past Jaren without provoking an attack of opportunity. Will a 16 beat your CMD? No. Well, then you may take your attack of opportunity on the skeleton. I do believe that I shall. <laughs> uh, that is a 23. Uh, 23 will hit. That is six magical bludgeoning damage. Uh, six magical bludgeoning damage will all get through. So he'll he'll get cracked hard as he tries to tumble past you. Punch him in the pelvic bone. I mean, he does tumble past you. He just gets punched on the way. So he is then going to swing his katana at you. Uh, he is not going to use power attack. And that's uh, uh, such a low roll, it's embarrassing to even mention. So I'm not going to. He misses. Um, you want to know? It was an 11. So, Jaren, you're up. Yeah, it's a target-rich environment. Um, it, it sure is, but I'm going to go with the one directly in front of me. Okay. This one. I was going to uh, say, don't you have the ability to do, like, a brawler's flurry? I do. That, that's what he was going to do. Okay. He's not going to move. So. Makes sense. He's just going to whack at him. Okay. So, that would be 19 on the first swing. Uh, 19 will... Actually, let me double check that. 19 will hit. Right, that is 7 magical bludgeoning damage. Okay. And the second hit is 20 to hit. Well, that will also hit. Which is also 7 magical bludgeoning damage. Alright. So, you work him like a body bag, uh, delivering lefts and rights, and uh, bones go flying and go cracking. He's still standing, but only just barely. That's okay. 
Jaren is way more powerful than I expected. I, I, I have to remember, I even play one. Never underestimate a gnome. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that since you used your buckler hand, you have a minus two to your armor class until your next turn? Yep. Spark is up. Um, he has a slam attack. Would I be able to do that through people? He can't do that through people, but there is a skeleton directly in front of him that he wouldn't have to go through. Oh. Um, so yeah, then he will slam that skeleton. Okay. The one that Jaren had already took the attack of opportunity on, so he's already banged up a little. Yeah, that should be good. That is, ooh, a 15 for an attack. Okay. Uh, the 15 will not hit the uh, skeleton. Even wearing armor, they're fairly nimble. Doesn't matter anyway, because I rolled a nat 1 on both the damages. <laughs> oh, that I is mean, awful. to be fair, Spark's job is not really to go and be the bruiser of the party. Yeah, right. That makes sense. <laughs> Lenda, you're up. Uh, alright. Oh, I don't like any of this. <laughs> I mean, you have a staff in your hand. You could hit that skeleton. Yeah. Alright, so I can bonk him. Awesome. Poke him with your stick. Poke him with the stick. Bonk him. Bonk him. Bonk him with the stick. Uh, 17. So you swing your quarterstaff down at him, and he uh, parries it with the flat of his katana, pushing the weapon aside, and you just miss. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Their armor class is higher than 17. Jeez. Alright. Soria. Again, I only have the one attack that actually does the damage I need. Man, Clint's got the... I can't keep reminiscing about... Yeah, I only have but one I thing that can actually... So a 13's not going to hit. A 13 is not going to hit. Would you have wanted to take a five foot step away from the skeleton so that you didn't provoke an attack of opportunity? Oh yeah, I didn't see that I was, so I'll just say I moved back here. All right, so Soria steps back, telekinetically flings some more rubble at the skeleton, but it is to no avail. Why are you throwing rocks, darling? <laughs> she goes, because I don't have any better ideas. Do you need help, darling? She, uh, she just sighs and she just sighs and makes a motion as if she's about to fling a rock at uh, what's her name, uh, Lensa. <laughs> I keep thinking Lucian, but that's a character from one of my books, and he's yep. evil, and that's definitely not Lensa. Okay. No. Lila, you are up. All right, I will stay back here, and oh, hey, that is quite a lot of level one spells. That's nice. <laughs> What's a floating disc? Does it make it, a floating disc? It makes a floating <laughs> disc, which is useful for carrying things, but not particularly useful in combat. Ah, uh, yes, I see. So yeah, I am going to uh, do lightning ray at this one right in front of me. Okay. Oh, I, I forgot that your spells are all lightning. That would be fire. So I was like, what the heck is lightning ray? <laughs> it would normally be scorching <laughs> ray, but in her case, it's lightning ray. I put that together, friendly, but... That is a 10. A 10 will hit his touch AC with an electrical attack. So, that's 10 points of electrical damage from your lightning ray? Yeah. Alright, um... So the lightning crackles and pops and hisses all across him. The bones jerk and move. And when the effect passes over him, he is, uh... He is still... Standing, but only barely. <laughs> He's fairly crispy at this point, I'm guessing. Now he's slightly hard. That was also very low low damage on that spell. Oh, yes. That takes us to a skeleton who is standing directly in front of Jaren, who is once more going to swing out his katana, 
hopefully having recalibrated for the height of his opponent. <laughs> Actually, he did recalibrate because that is a 24 to hit. Yep, that would have hit him before the penalty. So that is 10 points of slashing damage as the katana comes slicing into you. Oi! The one behind him is going to five foot step up and is going to shoot an arrow over the gnome's head and shoot at Lenza. Hey, what did I do? You stood there looking all elfy. And uh, will a That's 21 racist. hit you? Well, that is racist for one thing. And two, yes, I'm... Okay. Um, he will hit you for four points of piercing damage with his arrow. Oh. As an arrow so flies into you and hits you just over your shoulder. Oh, that's so rude. Okay, round three. And the skeleton who had moved into the very unfortunate corner is going to five foot step and bring his blade to bear on the sorcerer who just tried to fry him. Oh, thanks. He doesn't like it when things go after their sorcerers, so he's going to follow. Oh, you have following step? I do. Okay. He's He didn't step away to make a ranged attack, so he's not going to provoke, but... So you don't get a free attack of opportunity, but uh, he will uh, he will still try to kill that sorcerer. Pretty rude. Yeah, very rude. Uh, Willie, 22 hits. You, know, you should kill him for that, you know? Um, hmm, not quite sure. I'll double check. Actually, it does, surprisingly. Out of curiosity, did you cast Mage Armor before you started? Well, Just you see, so. yet again, I do I even have that? You absolutely have that. I don't see it. I don't have it. I'm going to go with no. Because... Yeah, no. Wait, no, she I doesn't have it. I'm sorry, I lied. I, I, I stand corrected. You <laughs> do not have it. You have shock shield, but... I have the scroll of it, which right. I wasn't looking in my scrolls, but... Okay, well, um, in any case, then, he is going to uh, slice into you with, a, uh, with his katana for 10 points of damage. Ouch. Cackling silently. Because, you know, no lungs, so he can't actually, like, make noise. But his jaw moves up and down as if he's laughing at you. Pretty rude. Very rude. Jaren, you're up. I really recommend killing him for it, you know? I'm going to take a five-foot step. Like okay. It. And I'm going to punch him. She doesn't have a weapon in her hand, so she doesn't flank. Right, then I'm going to stay where I am. But I'm still going to punch him. Okay. In fact, I think I'm I'm going to punch him twice, because I don't, I, don't, I don't like his... Uh, you don't like to anything cut up the game. All I can think about you. Gonna punch you. What's what? What did you roll for the first punch? Uh, we got a twenty on the first punch. Okay, and how much damage? That is going to be ten magical bludgeoning. You will shatter him into a million bits of bone and lamellar armor as he falls to the ground. Uh, is it possible for that second one to have been a swing at the? It absolutely is. Alright, so that's a 26. Uh, 26 will hit him as well. Uh, which will be 6 magical bludgeoning. And you will uh, crunch him as well. Alright, uh, that makes up for not punching things earlier. <laughs> spark. Alrighty. Say, Spark might want to just move back into, merge back into being a tattoo on your body and not get attacked by skeletons. It's a good idea, I forgot that was a thing. Otherwise, I was just going to leave him there. But yeah, that is... I'm gonna do that. Okay. Takes a five-foot step onto you and becomes a lightning bolt pattern on your left leg. Nice. Lensa. <laughs> there is a skeleton down the hallway from you who shot an arrow at you. I mean, that's just very... I mean, that seemed rude, really. I don't want to waste all my channels, because those are limited. 
I mean, I'm not a fighter. I mean, you've got a sword and a staff and a bow. I mean, you definitely have a bow because you stole all those arrows. Yeah, alright, you know what? Can I pull out the bow and shoot him? Sure. I mean, it's unlikely I'll actually do damage, but oh well. It's worth a shot. <laughs> well, I'll hit him, I'm pretty sure. But I'm not gonna do damage. Alright, so what did we roll? Uh, we got a 20. A 20 will hit. But it does not do damage. Because it is four points of piercing damage, which will not get past its DR. And then I'm going to five foot step back. So you fire your arrow perfectly cleanly right through the skeleton's heart, where there is a gap in its lambular armor, and it flies right through the bones of the ribcage. All right. Uh, Soria. They don't have heart. If he was alive, that would have really been terrible. What would you like to do, Soria? I'm going to see if I have any other attacks that deal bludgeoning damage. I have alchemist's fire. Can I catch them on fire? Absolutely. You can totally throw alchemist's fire at one of them. If I load that into my crossbow... <laughs> blow up your crossbow. Yeah, he, you, you'll, you, it will explode on when you're on your crossbow when you fire it. Okay, so I'm just going to throw it. Okay. 14, but doesn't it splatter? Where, where are you throwing it? He vanished. Because I killed him. I was going to say, Jerry yeah. killed the one that was in your line of sight. Yes, you see the one who was coming around the to the other side, trying to flank you sneakily. Can move over. I could see it. I could see him. I, I kept pinging him, and no one commented. Well, okay, none so of them I, can see him. because we're not in move, that range. I'm seeing can it. move that far. Uh -huh. I'm just gonna throw it at him. I'm probably okay. not gonna hit, but uh, that, that that is against his touch AC, so you will hit. Oh, cool. <laughs> so I just run around the corner and throw a fireball, like a, a fireball in a jar. Okay. You toss an alchemist fire on the skeleton, it starts to burn. Um, it is not enough to destroy it, but it starts to burn. Um, it will take the damage again next turn. That's a little extra, darling. And that skeleton is then going to five foot step towards you and swing his katana at you. Because you set him on fire. Because you set him on fire. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> will a 15 hit? No, but thank you for asking. Okay, so he swings at you with a big double-handed swing that you feel like would have been very, very painful if it had connected. He had power attack on. Uh, Lila. Oh, Brady. I'm going to move over here real quick to see if there's somebody down this way. There is. Uh, yes. Hello there. Um, is it possible for me to go up, uh, touch this guy, and go back after I attack them? Nope. That's what I thought. Double checking. Right. What touch spells do you have? Um, shocking. Wait, I didn't actually check this before I said that. That's a cone, not a touch. That is a or cone. Or shocking hands is what I was looking at. Yep. You'd want a five foot. You you'd want to move five feet further down the hall to not catch Jaren in the edge of it. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to move forward. Yeah. And the best I, thing about that is uh, there's not even a two hit roll. He just gets a reflex save for half damage. I mean, skeletons oh. are nimble. They are nimble. I am but... doing that. That is 10 electricity. Okay. He will attempt a reflex save. Uh, the DC for that reflex save is, I believe, 16. He rolls a 15, so he will take the full damage from that. Nice. Shock him, and uh, it does quite a bit of damage. He is, however, still moving. That's unfortunate. It is. He also has a bow in his hand. Um, he had been shooting at the elf, but since you just shocked him, he's going to shoot his bow at you. Mm, lovely. However, an eight is not going to hit. So he shoots an arrow at you, and it 
there must still be electricity coursing through him because his arm jerks at the last moment and he shoots the arrow right into the wall. Got some turkey jerky elbow. Yep. Uh, Jaren, that takes us to you at the top of round four. Jaren is like, wait, where'd Soria go? <laughs> Around so, the corner. Okay. Uh, uh, and then we'll move. You're like, hi, stop shooting at my sorcerer. <laughs> and we'll punch a eight. Okay. Uh, that is an 18 to hit. An 18 will not hit. Oh, rude. Your punch just <laughs> skates off the edge of the lamellar armor. That's all right. That's it. That's me. Uh, at least he's going to have to deal with you rather than shoot at your sorcerer yep. again. That was kind of the, the real point there. Hey, thanks. Lenta. Um, okay then. I'm not sure where Soria went. Soria went over to the uh, southwest. Uh, southeast. Where the heck is she going? I mean, you did hear know. the sound of uh, alchemist fire being detonated, so... Uh, Soria runs around the corner, and there's just this giant explosion. Yeah, it's like, go save your girlfriend! <laughs> Not dating. <laughs> Soria spares a moment dodging oh. between dodging katanas to yell, SHUT UP! So Soria's there fighting a burning skeleton. I'm gonna try to shoot it again. Forgot until, these like, things were on fire. They're not. I'm going to uh, shoot it, I guess. Oh, okay. I mean, the one I'm fighting. I forgot it was on fire. I forgot that's how alchemists fire work. I will miss. Alright, so at the top of your round, Surya, you may uh, just roll the damage from the alchemist fire for the second turn. Four damage again. Okay. Oh, man, it does, like, almost twice that damage in D&D. Also more expensive. <laughs> what would you like to do? You are fate up close and personal with a, uh, a skeleton. I have any weapons that are going to do much damage, so I'm going to five-foot step back. That doesn't provoke, right? Nope. I'm gonna throw another rock at it from back here. Okay. Because I don't have anything better to do. And I'm not wasting- Ah, and I gotta take one alchemist fire off my thing now. 24 for two damage. A 24 will hit, and the two damage will get past its DR. So, the, uh, the rock flies in and hits a bone that had already been weakened by the flame and crack, you know, shatters off uh, it's left arm. Still up, but uh, it's uh, it's looking rough. It takes us to that skeleton, who is trying to decide between the uh, person who keeps throwing fire at who threw fire at it and rocks at it, and the one who shot an arrow ineffectively at it. <laughs> yeah, it's not really a question. It's going to five foot step towards uh, Surya and swing its katana. And I th believe that's the same thing he rolled to attack last time. That is 16 to hit. Not gonna hit. All right, so he swings. Man, I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to say that no, but thank you for asking. Thing, <laughs> Lila. All right, with the one in front of me, probably. Well, I already hit it, so I am going to send a disrupt undead at it. Okay, that seems reasonable. And that is a twenty-four four damage. Okay, a twenty will hit its touch AC. Uh, even with the bonus to its armor class for having the gnome in the way. So it will take four more points of positive energy damage, uh, more bones black and disintegrate into ash. Um, it's still moving, but only barely. That takes us to that skeleton, who really would like to do something about the sorcerer, but there's this gnome that keeps punching it. <laughs> so he will swing his, his katana down, or no, he, he had a bow in his hand. Yep. Well, he doesn't know you have step up. He's gonna five foot step away from you. Oh, is he? That's yeah. nice. 
I'm following. Uh-huh. Uh, well, then he's going to shoot, and you uh, that will provoke, so you can punch him before he shoots. I would love to punch him. That is a 19. A 19 will exactly hit. And that is 10 magical bludgeoning damage. So the skeleton steps back, drawing an arrow with a wicked glint in a blue energy in its eyes. As it knocks the arrow, Jaren just kind of chuckles, steps in close, <laughs> and punches it right in the sternum, causing it to fall to pieces. Yeah! Jaren, you're up. Well, I know there's still some hullabaloo happening on the other side there, so... You do. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna double move. Okay. Well, hello! And I will stop there. Okay. Alenza. Did I have to drop my quarter stuff? To fire your bow? Yeah. Unless you took a move action to, to put it away. Nope. All right, then. I guess we're dropping the bow, too. Okay. And... Sure. Let's go for it. We're gonna pull out the elven curved blade. Oh, God. Okay. Sure. Go for it. Go swing that elven curved blade. I wrote a natural one, so no. <laughs> Wait, yeah. In this game, she doesn't... I, I'm still thinking of it with Talia in my head, of whenever Talia drops something, it goes flying. Yeah. Nope. She does not have that curse. You step forward, drawing the elven curve blade, mutter a curse at it in elven, and promptly trip over your own feet. Toria? Alright, I am gonna five foot step back next to the gnome and throw another rock, because I have nothing more useful- Oh wait, does it still take alchemist fire? It- you didn't throw a second alchemist fire, no, it only burns for one additional oh. round. Alright, so I'm going to go with the spell again. Okay. 26! Crit confirmed 23! That is a confirmed critical hit. Your rock uh, shatters the skull of that skeleton, dropping it. Cool. <laughs> I go, ha rocks for the win. And that will take us out of combat. Eklund is smiling somewhere. All right. That will All take right. us out of combat. All right. Good punching, everybody. Good punching. I did not put on it. I'm going to go on the long walk to recover. Team Skeleton loses. Maria just kind of turns up her nose, like, punching. How barbaric. <laughs> and yes, you collect you collect your weapons that you've left scattered around this area. Uh, there is still a stairway that leads to the north, um, and you are now aware that there is certainly some network of uh, passages that go down to the southwest, which is where the skeletons came from. I don't know. The top room is big enough. I know I'm metaing a bit here, but it looks like a boss room. I don't think I want to go in there. It looks big enough. It looks big enough to fight something big. I mean, technically, just about anywhere is big enough to fight something big. It just has to squeeze. True. Yeah. It's true. So. I vote wanna... if we do fight something big in there, we lure it back down here so it gets stuck in a doorway and we can finish it off at our leisure. <laughs> Alright, then. I'm going to, uh, before we do anything, uh, tap. How do you say your character's name, Red? Oh, uh, Lilla, I think it is. I'm not even sure myself. It's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna tap Lilla with a. I'm gonna cast Cure Light Wounds and tap her with that because she's not looking good. <laughs> Thank you. I forgot about that. Not meant to be an insult. 13 points of damage. That will fully heal her. Nice. You just look a little beat up. <laughs> Say the gnome yeah. got me too, but... Alright. So did you, but... Um... So did I. I'm, I'm, I'm fine for now. Alright then. Well, sorry, I dare. Could you maybe go check if there's any traps? Where are we going? Whichever way we're going. Soria gives her an odd look, but she, she, yeah, she goes, wait, which way are we going? Let's go... I can't say north because I don't know directions. Skeletons came from she was the skeletons came from behind us, but and again, if we start if we go north, we're gonna wind up 
I don't know. I don't like big. Oh. I don't like big places like should... indoors. Things tend to fall off the ceiling, jump out of the floor, fall out of the walls, shoot arrows, darts, etc. This is why we trust you to find the traps. So the this hallway we're standing in front of it leads back where we came. That's what I think. I can't yeah. see all the way down it. No, it okay. does. It does. I'm. Uh, I, it does. Uh, in it the is, shade, sure in does. the shadow. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There no, are doors sure on does. the side though. So, you know, there was also another hall going further to the west, where the skeletons came from. So, I mean, we, it's not like we don't have choices. Let's check right. out this room first, in case, you know, right. we've alerted something. Best not to have it come up behind us. Soria goes, that's smart. And she she's gonna walk f- just onto the top of the stairs. I'm gonna okay. go over here, because I can already see that end of the room. Okay. There's snakes on the floor. Um, why- would you like to give me a stealth roll? Yeah, I see two nasties in there. Yeah, well, give me a ugly nasty. So I can tell you whether or not they see you. <laughs> oh, friggin' garbage. Okay, I have a plus eleven to stealth. Come on, just give me more than a ten, please. I'm begging you. Excuse me. A sixteen, because I can't roll for crap. A sixteen, you say? I know. I'm <laughs> dead. Would you like to use a point of your inspiration to add a d6 to that? Absolutely, because that sounds nasty. Uh, one! Okay, so that's a total of 17. I'm going to hit something. I'm going to hit something. I think someone's going to hit you. coming for you, so you better hit it. Well, the good news is that one of the things in the room doesn't notice you. So two, I'm, I'm, yeah, I am gonna get hit. All, all right, bucket, bar it, buckethead, come at me. So you, you try to creep forward. Let me describe what you see. Uh, this room is a dining hall. There are petrified oak banquet tables uh, that are Dang. lined up against the walls. Uh, they would have normal, you know, during a meal time they would have been lined up, but right now they're lined up against the walls. On a raised platform at the end of the room, there is a large ceramic bowl covered in runes, full of some greenish yellow substance. Yeah, either potion uh, or poison. You don't know. Standing in the center of the room, you see this. Ooh. I mean, that looks like a lot of note. That's pretty cool. Uh-oh, an ew. It is a skeletal figure wearing ornate samurai armor, wielding, or not wielding, but wearing a katana with a matching wakazashi and strapped to its, his, her, its, we'll go with its, strapped to its back, there is a naganata. We got all of them. Just to the north of that creature, you would also see that there is a suit of or, of Eastern-style lamellar armor and helmet that doesn't appear to have anything in it, but it is standing guardian. And as you try to, as you creep around, notice this and go, hmm, maybe I should sneak, step back. The samurai turns its head to you. Um, Soria gulps, swears, and holds up her hand in like a military stop gesture to the people behind her. You notice that in its hand, it has something that is red and dripping. Ah! (laughs) It's holding a heart, isn't it? On the other side of it, there is a human body that has been ripped into pieces. Probably this isn't the Whispering Tyrant. This is definitely not the Whispering Tyrant. We would be dead. (laughs) It turns to you, and it says, it calls out something. Uh, Do you speak Minkayan? I don't believe so. I have a lot of languages. I have Abyssal, Celestial, Common, Draconic, Elven, Giant, Goblin, Orc, and Verisian. 
Okay. Uh, you recognize that it's Minkayan, but you have no idea what it says. However, it t drops the heart, takes a half step <laughs> towards you as it puts its hands on its katana, and I'm going to need initiative. You know what I said? If it's a heart, I didn't mean to give a suggestion. Okay, 14. Okay. Uh, are we all rolling? I did great. I got a 10. I'm gonna fight the world. Oh, good. Mm, I, got I got an 11. Sorry, I rolled a 3 for a total of 7. Okay. At the top of the turn is one of the two suits of armor. The one that actually Soria did not see. But it will stomp forward. Actually, it will double move. But it will not be able to attack. Other one will move there and ready in action. And then, Soria, you are of the highest initiative among the, the heroes. Knock this bucket head right up the face. All right. Uh, would you like to identify this thing before you? Yeah. Um, what would that be? It would be knowledge. The knowledge. Religion. Plus 12 to that. Teen. Uh, do you want to use your inspiration? Well, I already have that because it's a knowledge skill. Yeah. But so it, it's free for you to do it, but you still need to roll it separately. Five. So that makes it a 23. These are guardian phantom armors. <laughs> a phantom Sounds armor cool. is created from the blood splattered armor infused with the souls of betrayed knights or fallen soldiers. They appear as damaged but animate armor that move with deadly purpose and lethal precision. Uh, you can get two useful pieces of information about the phantom armor. Uh, damage resistances and immunities. Okay. Vulnerabilities. It does uh, not have any damage reduction or damage resistance. Um, it has typical undead immunities, and it does have channel resistance. Typical undead immunities. That's um, poison, right? So poison, anything that requires a fortitude save that wouldn't affect an object. Mind-affecting spells, although remember, you do have the ability to affect the undead yeah. twice per day. Just trying to figure out if I can stab it and get through. So they have armor. a armor. They have a high AC, but they don't have any particular immunity. All right. And then, um, my other, I want to know, special attacks. These things always have something nasty up their sleeve. They do not have any special attacks other than attacking with their weapons. Huh. They do have a slam attack. I feel like whenever I fight something animated, it always has something nasty up its sleeve. Like, you thought these were handcuffs? No, they shoot fire. Yeah. No, these aren't that bad. They're okay, annoying, so... but they're not that bad. I am... One is all up in your grill. I can tell. That was a voice crack. That was annoying. <laughs> okay, I am... I'm just going to stab this... <laughs> He's not even a bucket head. I'm just going to stab this this corpse bucket. Corpse bucket. There we I, go. My okay. I recommend after that five-foot step back. 18. An 18 will not hit. It will uh, skitter off the armor. Okay, can I use inspiration on attack rolls? You can, but then you have to spend it. It's not... I know. Because uh, 18 is too much to let go of. All right. Then go ahead and roll an inspiration. One! Wow. A I 19 will not hit. Hot garbage. Lilla. All righty. I will. And now that you mentioned that last um, combat, I am going to move back just five feet and cast a uh, 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 mage armor with my okay. scroll. And I will take that off my sheet. So you pull out the scroll, cast mage armor on yourself, protecting yourself, because this might be a, a battle where that matters. <laughs> yeah. Maybe? The, 
the skeletal samurai figure will finish drawing her katana, and as she does so, underneath her, a skeletal steed appears. I don't like that. Nope. Do not like that. That's a no for me. That's a no for me, too. That is what she does this turn, is summon her steed. Uh, Lenza. So you can't currently see this, but... I still can't see her. Really? Yep. Yeah, you can move forward more, but you're gonna provoke. Yeah. See that thing what... right there, though? You can't yeah. see that thing right there. Channel resistance? It does have channel resistance. God. Plus two. So it's not super high. It's enough it can still really throw off my day. It can. Do I slash it with the sword, or do I? I don't know. We'll slash it partly, because I don't think that's in my other channel range, so then I'm really just channeling it. Yeah, it's out of my range, so let's not do that then. Okay. Channels are useful when there's multiple. Mm-hmm. It's not close enough. So we're gonna slash it. Okay. We're gonna try to slash it. I'm gonna miss. Yes, you are. I'm not even gonna say it. Just okay. Miss. It's a good damage uh, roll, but I'm gonna miss. Yeah. Uh, that takes us to Jaren. Uh, Jaren is going to move up here. Okay, that will provoke. Yep. Unless you make an acrobatic check. Nope, fine. Can I ask something real quick? Sure. Is there, like, in D&D, there's a disengage action where you can take it so that you don't provoke opportunity attacks. Can you do that? Yes. Full retreat. Mm-hmm. But what if I'm moving past them? Like, I want to get somewhere, like, over here where they can't hit me. No, because you're moving through their square... That is, that's going to threaten no matter what. There's there's no way around that. Crap. You just would have to make an acrobatics check to move past them. Alright, I hope my acrobatics is high. Um, Alright, so the uh, the Guardian Phantom Armor is going to take its attack of opportunity. <laughs> it was clearly not expecting a gnome because that is a seven. No one expects the gnome. No one expects the gnome. <laughs> uh, and that was a single move, so I will also punch it. Okay. Is that the limit of your movement? It's actually one under. Huh, I gotta say, if you could move there, you could, you'd get flanking with uh, Surya. I don't think it's gonna matter, so I'll save it for next time. Okay, what did we roll? We rolled a 13. A 13 will not hit the Guardian Phantom Armor, if uh, Surya's 19 didn't do it. Yep. All right. You might have hit it, you just didn't get free of the armor. Yes, technically you would hit its touch AC, so you made contact, just not hard enough to actually hit anything important. Speaking of my Guardian Phantom Armor... It's like, oh, that's harder than I expected. Actually, this one is going to delay. The other one is going to... What's delay mean? It's waiting, holding its turn. Does it get to use it whenever it wants? Uh, yeah, yep. it just changes its place in the initiative. So it's it's waiting until its friend moves into the flank. Oh. And now they're both going to attack. I was going to five foot step there. All right, you two corpse buckets, come get some. So, yeah, they're both going to attack the gnome. So these are at plus two. Still has a very low chance of hitting. That is a natural one for an eight. So that'll miss. And the second one with the flank becomes a 22. Uh, that will just... Okay, so he uh, hits you for 10 points of damage with his sword. Okay. Rude. And I actually uh, misspoke. These two animated suits of armor are not wearing eastern armor. They are uh, plate mail and carrying uh, long swords. Alright. So that is the two phantom armors. Soria, you're up. Alright, bucket hit. No, corpse bucket. These were corpse buckets. Uh -huh. Alright. I can't throw alchemist's fire without endangering Jaren, so I'm gonna go with my rapier again. Okay. Come on. 
I mean, what uh, do I need for this? I need higher. I know I need higher than a fourteen on the natural roll. If you uh, five foot step there, you will be flanking with Jerem. Won't I provoke? Not for a five foot step. Okay, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna go over here. Five foot steps are. Safe. Survey the room real quick. I think I'm good. Hey, we, we did a flanking chain once before. Granted, we all nearly died, but... Stronger line of death. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I get a plus two to this, so I I definitely need above a 12 then. Alright. Roll it. Come on. Please. 25! Crit confirm 14. Okay, the 25 will hit. Even with the flanking bonus, a 16 will not confirm. Dang, so three damage. I was going to get 12. Eh, sometimes it'd be that way. But the three points of damage from your magical mithril rapier will stab right into the creature. And it seems to hurt it. Lilla. All right. I will step up a bit closer so that I can actually do stuff. Don't um, go too close if you do range. Actually, I might as well stay and mostly back here because I can see one. All right, I okay. will cast. They are made of metal. Zart them. Yep, that's what I was planning on doing. Well, shocking hands would kind of uh, hurt my friends currently. Yes. Oh, but what does this shield thing do? I should probably look at that. Shock shield gives you a basically a shield effect. That then you, if you get hit, you can dismiss the shield and do electrical damage to whoever hit you. I like that. I'm going to make that. Okay, so you cast Shock Shield. So Lilla casts Shock Shield, and a, she is uh, surrounded by a electrical shield in front of her, uh, which will give her a plus two bonus to her AC. And at any time, you can dismiss the shield to do. 1d6 points of electrical damage to all creatures within a 5 foot foot of you. Okay. And that also bumps your AC up even higher. Yay. Nice, looks good. Oh, great. Now it's mad now it's magic corpse bucket. I guess this <laughs> one's just magic corpse. That takes us to the samurai. What is that is... giant? Oh, it's a, it's a horse. Yeah. Skeleton horse. Yeah. Could not tell Ooh. what was behind it. Kicks its uh, skeletal horse's flank. Bloody god. Gallops past all of you, um, and as it does so, she is going to use her ride by feet, or ride by attack feet, which allows well, her to make provoke. a ride by attack. When you are mounted and use the charge action, you may move and attack as if with a standard charge, and then move again. Your total movement for the round can't exceed your mounted speed. Uh, you and your mount do not provide an attack of opportunity from the opponent that you attack. So basically, he rides forward. She rides forward. Swings her katana down and keeps riding too quickly for you to make a counterattack. Unless you have, like, a readied attack. <laughs> Mounted combat is awesome and terribly hard to do, because most of the time you're running around in dungeons where a horse doesn't have room to maneuver. But it's awesome when it works. Is that why they gave her a big open room? That's exactly why they gave her a big open room. So she is going to swing her katana down at the gnome. Whoa, stop picking on the gnome! <laughs> However, that is a natural one, so she will miss. She has a plus four. I'm dead. Okay, I'm, I'm. But hey, she was neither power attacking nor smiting, so she does miss. But uh, that should Aww. probably scare you all as you see that happen. Yeah, yeah. Lenta, <laughs> you're you would up. need a plus four to hit me. Can I acknowledge this? You absolutely may attempt a knowledge check on the uh, on the undead creature. 
And what is my um, spirit ability again? Uh, that, that bonus is already factored into all of your wisdom checks, which is what it Oh, is. no, not that. The ability to, um, um, I can give it a point of influence to... Oh, to the, the spirit surge? Yes, that. There we go, I found it. Okay. Um, after failing the d20 roll that was modified... Oh, that's failing. But that, no, that's the surge. So, then... Oh, Alright, that only works with the one... If I fail a check that was with whatever the spirit helps. Alright, well, that's a lot of mine. Okay. Gonna make your knowledge religion check? Oh god, a 15. You have no idea what that is. Yeah, I uh, can tell. It is a nasty, powerful undead. Clearly it has some sort of magical abilities, since it summoned a, a mount. Doesn't look like Calm Spirit would work on it. Probably not. We're gonna channel. Okay. That's it's within that range! We hit all three of these things. Yeah. And it's horse. And it's horse. Ooh! Ooh! Alright, let's first deal with the armors. So, the phantom armor that is between the two of you uh, rolled a 10, so I know that's going to fail. It will disintegrate that phantom armor. Cool. The other phantom armor rolled a 9, and 16 points of positive energy damage will destroy that phantom armor. Cool. The Uh mount cannot save. Alright, that does not destroy the mount. But it comes close. And the undead warrior is going to attempt her save. My spells are all based off charisma, right? Yeah. <gasps> Doesn't matter! That's a natural one. So I think she probably would have rolled high enough, but it's a natural one, so she does not save. That would not have rolled high enough, by the way, because it would uh, be She has channel resistance, plus four. But uh, a natural one is always a failure on a saving throw, so... <laughs> so oh. she is racked with positive energy and turns her head to look at you with just death in her eyes. Does she even have eyes? Well, in her eye socket. <laughs> She's like, okay, bye. Cool. Soria, Soria just punches the air, yells a war cry in Orc, and turns around to Lenza and goes, If we weren't in combat, I'd kiss you here and now. Lenza then... starts choking on air. Like, not the time to say something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that happened. So that was Lenza's turn. Jaren. Punch, 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 punch. Somebody get the healing ready. I'm and ready. then I'm just going to five foot step, and uh-huh. I'm going to punch the horse. Okay. Isn't the horse dead? Nope. No, it was almost destroyed, but not completely. Oh, okay. Must have missed that word. I thought he just said destroyed. Almost. Almost. He almost. Fifteen. Uh, fifteen will not hit the horse. Dear God, how nimble is this horse? The horse is wearing okay. armor. Well, then I am completely ineffectual. Okay, so you punch out twice, but the uh, horse and rider are unstruck. New round, Soria. All right, I uh, I'm gonna head, f- I'm gonna step forward, and womp again. I don't think I can. Th- well, can I throw the alchemist's fire without hitting Jaren? Yeah. I'm gonna fling this. Her horse is a pretty big target. Would it? I would hit point the out, however, that-, that if you want to throw the alchemist's fire, you'd be better off staying back because if you okay, make a yeah. ranged attack. In melee, you provoke. Hey, can I ask you I'm assuming her armor class is like 300,000 or something astronomical, but I'm gonna try anyway. It is lower than that. Hey, um, a quick question. Yeah. Soria, have you made a knowledge check on her? Soria has not. Religion. Could you do that? Religion. Yep. 24. Go ahead and roll your inspiration as well. So, 27. Okay. That is actually useful. Uh, you realize that this warrior is a grave knight. 
Grave knights arise from the corpses of the most nefarious warlords and disgraced heroes, villains too merciless to submit to the shackles of death, or they are corrupted members of the greatest heroes. They bear the same weapons and regalia they did in life, though warped or empowered by their profane resurrection. The legions they once held flock to them in death, ready to serve their wicked ambitions once more. A Grave Knight's essence is fundamentally tied to its armor, the blood-stained trappings of its battle lust. This armor becomes an icon of its perverse nature, transforming into a monstrous second skin over the husk of desiccated flesh and scarred bone within. You can get one useful piece of information about the Grave Knight. There's a lot to know. Armor class. You want to know its defenses? Yeah, let's go defenses yeah. and not armor class. That, or, or, I didn't know how specific I was allowed to get. Yes, defenses. Okay, it has a number of defenses. It First of all, obviously it has all typical undead immunities because clearly it's undead. It has channel resistance. It has the ability of rejuvenation. A Grave Knight, when it is destroyed, will slowly... Rebuild in its armor. Now, this is a process that takes days, so it's not something you'll have to worry about happening here in the during the fight. But they'll they'll come back unless you can permanently destroy their armor. In addition, Holy it has. In addition, it has damage reduction. However, knowing what would overcome its damage reduction would take a second piece of knowledge. It also is immune to cold effects, electricity effects, fire, and sleep effects. All undead have sleep effects, but this particular Grave Knight also has uh, an immunity to sleep because it was an elf in life. Mm. But it is immune to cold electricity and fire. It also has spell resistance, although knowing what its spell resistance is would take another piece of information that you don't have. Okay, but it's not going to have DR on my uh, stabbing. Well, It has DR. You don't know what bypasses its DR. Right, help. Stab it is. Okay. Right. Magic corpse bucket, come and get it. So what do you do? Oh wait, no, I was gonna throw my oh wait, fire. Not gonna it use fire. It is a fire. Alright. Stab. 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 What does Mithril do again? It's Elven Silver. So it counts That's as silver. Cut. It's also okay, lighter and uh if you're a spellcaster, there's a lower chance of spell failure when you're wearing mithril armor and that sort of thing. Ah, f I'm not even going to bother saying it. It messes. Okay, so you stab it with your mithril rapier uh, ineffectively. Uh, Lilla. All right, I will. I'm pretty comfortable at the spot I'm at, so I'm going to cast... <laughs> oh. I'm going to cast magic missile towards it. Okay. Uh, can you see her from here? Uh, pretty sure, yeah. Okay. Then you may target her with magic. You would actually get, for some reason it wasn't smart enough to roll them, you would get three missiles. So, are you targeting her or the horse? Oh, three now. Her. She seems more of a threat <laughs> at the moment. Um, sure. Yeah, so I'll just click that two more times. Okay, four, five, and two. Okay, those will ha hit. However, you will have to overcome her spell resistance. So make a caster level check. Of course, that is an eight. Uh, okay, so you cast your spell, and the unholy energy surrounding her just causes your magic missiles to fizzle out in the air before they strike her. Oh, come on. Wait, wait, oh, we, need, we need, like, a medieval instrument cover of Megalovania for this one. <laughs> Do you want to take a move action, Lilla? No, I'm good here. All right. 
Is Lila the one who has the protection from evil wand? Yeah. Oh, hold on. That is a thing I have. Yep. Okay. Karen just needs to know who to yell at. <laughs> Michiko is going to... Uh, she has choices she has to make. On the one hand, you two are a threat. On the other hand, someone just channeled positive energy and held up a holy symbol of a good elven god. She is going to... Well, she's going to have her horse take a five-foot step there. She is going to dismount. uh, And when she dismounts, her horse will vanish. And she still really wants to get to uh, Lensa, but uh, she's going to swing her katana at the gnome. I'm going to go ahead and turn power attack on. Me over here praying to Odin under my breath. (laughs) Actually, you know what? She's not going to swing at the gnome. She's going to channel negative energy. I like that better. No problem. (laughs) A burst of negative energy radiates out from her, which will hit everyone. Um, For 12 points of negative damage, you can each make a will save for half. Oh, no. Okay, I got a nat 20 on the will save for 27. Okay. Will saves. Based off wisdom, I can spirit surge. You can spirit surge if you wish wish to. Yes. Okay. I got a nat Wow. I'm mad. Sorry, correction, I add to d6. Soria made her will save, so we'll take half damage. Lensa got a total of a 13, or 16. Yeah, it would be only 14, actually. Okay. Then, uh, so you will take full damage from the negative channel. Yeah, ow. Lilla got an 11, so she will take full damage from the channel. Jaren, you're going to need to give me a will save to take half damage from the uh, negative energy channel. Yeah, not going to happen. You are correct. That was a natural one for a three. So, yes, uh, you will take 12 points of negative energy damage as she channels. And Lensa, you're up. Always right. And she, uh, still speaking in Minkayan, is saying horrible things to you, and then switches to Elvin and says... Worshipper of a false god, your blood will decorate my blade today. I will respond in Elven. Don't call him false. That's quite rude. I'm pretty sure paladins should be more respectful to other gods. I'm no longer a paladin. That's sad. I'm going to channel. Okay. To heal. Channel to heal. Okay. Because we're all hurting. You are all hurting. And Al. Uh, we heal what we just took, guys. That's all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I undid her thing. Okay. So you will channel to heal everyone 12 points of damage, which actually means that uh, Soria actually comes out ahead on that since she since she's saved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rest of you are net zero. And I'm going to fix that back. Okay. Jaren. Oh, well, I don't like this person. I don't like him at all. Yeah, she doesn't care for you either. Yep, that's fine. I'm going to do the thing because, you know, I'm going to go out. The thing where you punch her? Swinging. Yep. Okay. That's a 16. A 16 will not hit. Uh-huh. It's almost like she's wearing heavy armor or something. Almost. And did you actually want to double punch or? Yep. Okay. So the 16 and the 11 is also going to miss. Yep. Soria. All right. Dang it. I cannot move into a flank without provoking. You could always uh, mind thrust her. Yes. What is that again? It's one of your spells. So not used to having spells now. <laughs> So, what's my caster level? Uh, your level, since you you aren't multi-classed. Alright, you know what? Yeah, I am going to, um, use my... 
What to do, Hickey? Words hard, okay? Your will of the dead forensic amplification? Yes. I would never remember that. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna use that, and I'm gonna cast okay. Mind Thrust, which is 5d6. Okay. NT, that's... Okay. At least full on, full on two of them. <laughs> right. However, you are going to have to overcome its spell resistance. So make a caster level check. 16. A 16 will exactly hit its spell resistance. Yes! She does get a will save for half damage. Why? What do you mean, why? That why had some more words on the end that I'm not allowed to say on air. <laughs> I got a 14 for her will save. What is the DC of the will save? 15. Huh. So she will take full mental damage from your psychic spell. Soria is throwing everything at her, all of her hatred for not only this one, but the undead, everything she can't stand about the Whispering Way. She, thro she throws in Never Gonna Give You Up as well. Just somehow, magically, that happens. Sure. You want to take a move action. Oh, unless it counts as a move action to, to um, uh, shift back on your heels and stick your tongue out at the skeleton. No, that's free. Lilla, you're up. <laughs> okay. I still like being back here, and see, I can't do my usual electric attacks. Disrupt Undead will do very low. Oh, this is not great. Oh yeah, I have protection from good and evil. Uh, wands. What does that do again? Um, it will give you a plus two save against this, uh, to your armor class and to saving throws against this creature. And if it was summoned, would make you completely immune to it. Who has a low, um, armor class right now? I have a couple boosters at the moment. I have my natural, but it's 18, which is still not that high. I, I have 16, and, uh, she kind of hates me, so, um, could I- Oh yeah, I'm definitely casting it on you, then. I volunteer as tribute! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you tap her with the uh, Wand of Protection from Evil? Okay. Uh, Lensa, you have a plus two to your armor class and to saving throws against evil creatures, which, strangely enough, the anti-paladin Grave Knight is an evil creature. Yeah. Weird. Who'd have thought it? Right. All right, so you can take a five-foot step, but... Then I am backing up just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Chico is going to provoke an attack of opportunity as she is going to smite good and advance on Lensa. Oh, bug. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try punch her. I ain't okay. gone so well so far, but you know. I'm glad I used that wand. Yep, nope, uh-uh. Oh, bug. All right, so Michiko is going to swing her plus one frost katana. She is going to smite good. She's gonna power attack as well. I didn't mean to hit you. Hard. I just didn't I, <laughs> I was pretty sure I was going to ignore you completely. Or maybe at least half, but probably not. Oh my god. So did you just kill me? No. Alright, so... Yet, at least. I have a 31 to hit. Minus 2 because of power attack. But plus 5 because of smite. That's gonna hit. <laughs> no, actually, you still think? Screw you. I'm going to do 23 points of slashing damage. God and seven points of cold damage as her I, as frost appears along her blade as it cuts into you so what is this thing's challenge rating anyway i think we deserve to know that because i'm not sure how many of us are going to make it out of this six mm. lensa you're up no you're gonna five foot step away mm -hmm. uh-huh and then what 
Oh, thanks. Cure moderate wounds on yourself? Yep. Okay. How much do you heal? I heal myself. Eh, 16. That'll, that'll let you take one more of those. No. I literally barely even touched you. You did barely touch her, however, you uh, you held up a holy symbol for a good god. I'm gonna keep that this way because screw you. <laughs> Jaren. Oi! Get back here! I'm gonna run after it. Okay. Try to smack it again because okay. that's all I do. That's what I do. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is a 25 to hit. A 25 will strike. It's AC. If you would have said no, I would have left the podcast. <laughs> um, Escar no more. And that would be eight uh, magical bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, you punch it, and you are pretty sure that all of it goes through. Orange, I want to mention that that comment just made me remember suddenly that we can run. <laughs> it's an option. Soria, you're up. All right, can I move into a flank with Jaren without provoking? Not without provoking no. an attack of opportunity. And I do not trust this thing. Like, most monsters are like, well, I'll just get around it. Not this thing. I mean, I could, I could get for, a what worth, for what it's worth, you would realize that if, if it is smiting Lensa, it can't smite someone else at the same time. But I have to, but it... I don't trust if if I provoke, I'm just gonna die. <laughs> You're not gonna die. You can take at least one hit from it. You see, that's worrying. Okay, I'm gonna move in here. Just move in next to me. It's fine. You could always use your other mind thrust. Yeah, you know what? I am because that did a lot of damage last time. Come on, all of the gods, please. In that case, you probably Rainy. also would have wanted to stop back there so you didn't provoke. That's true. <laughs> Like at least for all, at least all the Norse ones, I've been praying to you nonstop for the last right. ten minutes. Come Why on. don't you do the uh, spell resistance check first? Why? Because so just... that will prevent you from seeing the damage that you didn't do. Twenty. Okay, twenty will overcome its spell resistance. So go ahead and cast your spell. Actually, wait. Can I do one more knowledge thing on it before we? I allowed to do that twice. You can't make another knowledge check on something you've already tried a knowledge check on. Dang it. Okay, mine thrust it is. Another okay. really good, please. Again! 20! Haha! Alright. It will uh, attempt its will save. It will attempt a will save. I'm gonna go ahead and make this roll public. Just because I want you guys to see whether or not it makes it, because this is. We're getting to the point where this matters. Alright, yeah, cool. it so makes it, it will. 21, so it will save, but it will still take half damage. So. That's still not. And that does get through any DR it has or anything else like that, so. All right, in your face, magic corpse bucket. Well, no, in its mind. In its mind. Yes, um, Lilla. Your entirety, magic corpse bucket. Okay, yeah, I don't like being here. Okay, I'm going to back up even more. Uh -huh. Goodbye. Yeah, let's see. I'm going right there. Okay, see what I can do from here. Really don't like my options. She's immune to almost everything. I mean, you can always try again and get past the spell resistance. Right, right, yeah, that is. You haven't you haven't done your knowledge, though, have you? Would you have told us that, hey, maybe we shouldn't do these certain things? Or would have you, would, or would you keep I'm assuming that you would have called out that, called out, like, hey, it's immune to electricity and whatnot. Yeah. Especially knowing that all of her spells are, are electrical. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think I'm just gonna do magic missile again. There's nothing. Go else ahead and uh, try the uh, spell resistance first. Oh, that's a that that's a thing. Um, right. Oh, come on, that is a nine. Okay, so again, your spell fizzles against its unholy power. But I walked away. I wish I could walk away. Mashiko is going to five foot step and is again going to swing her frost katana at you. God, if she get. Come on, bucket, roll one. I mean, she can't stop smiting evil. Well, she could, but she's not going to stop smiting good. She is going to turn power attack off, however, because she doesn't oh, want to yeah. miss you. Oh, yeah, she needs to do that. You got a 31. I rolled very well. I mean, she still hits. She's never going to miss. She will hit you for 21 slashing and another uh, 5 cold. So, 20, 26? Yep. Good stuff. Oh, D-Gods. And yeah. she laughs. A mirthless laugh. <laughs> could Jaren do the follow thing, and then, therefore, could she uh, have the flank? I'm not touching her, I'm I sorry. Saying, I don't think Lenzo's staying there. Um. Uh, no, but she did... Did she five-foot step? Yeah. Oh, he would have followed. Okay. She doesn't provoke still, but... So, Lenzo, you're up and hurting. I really don't like you. So, from what I've heard, this is not a spirit... Nope. It is a uh, corporeal undead. God dang it. Believe the god dang it comes if it is incorporeal. If it's a spirit, I can try to calm it with a spell. Yeah, you can't do that. It's not a spirit. What do you want to do? I'm going to back up and heal myself again. Okay. I think that's your best Stop bet. Stop hitting me. I would have the opportunity to put the holy symbol away. <laughs> I heal 18. Okay. Jaren. Oh, I'm gonna bit bop a boople on around here. Okay. And uh, try to put myself between it and her. Are you gonna do the do an acrobatics check for that, or are you just gonna take the? I will attempt an acrobatics. We'll see how it goes. Well, it goes poorly when you roll a four. Uh, so fifteen total. Uh, it has a CMD higher than fifteen. I'm gonna guess that. Yes. <laughs> All right, it will make its uh, attempt to swing. It did not use power attack last turn, so power attack is still off. That is a 21. Will not hit. Okay. Hey, <laughs> No, but thank you for asking. I mean, it, it actually would not hit my current AC, but it definitely doesn't hit my AC with my mobility bonus, so. Ah, nice. Yeah. He bops around like Yoda. <laughs> occasionally he hits stuff. Okay. Uh, so I will also attempt to hit her. Okay. No, I will fail to hit her. Okay. New round. Saria, you're up. You are out of Ferenic power. Yeah, but I'm moving into a flank now. Okay. Do you want to do a studied target on her? Yes. Should have done that already. Yeah, I, I will let you retcon and have done that during one of the turns when you cast your spell, when you had move actions to burn. Okay, here we go. You also get an additional plus two for flanking. Okay. Give me more than give me more than a twelve on natural roll, please. Twenty-three. Plus two for flanking. Oh yeah. So twenty-five for seven damage. Twenty-five will hit. Uh seven points of damage. Uh that is piercing damage with your plus one mithril rapier. So that will pierce right into it and seems to uh fully affect it. Okay. It's not dead though, is it? Does she have sneak attack, or am I mistaken? She does not have sneak oh. attack. Right. Is it dead yet? Nope. Lilla. 
Yet again, I will back up some. And then shoot. Go away, go away, go away, go away. <laughs> yeah. Run away! Run away. Yet again, I will do magic missile. Alright. That is now a 17 for the... A 17 will overcome its spell resistance. So go ahead About and... About time. Roll your three missile damages. Roll your beautiful bean footage. Two, four, and two. So a total of eight. Those all strike it solidly. It's looking like you've got this thing on the rocks. Ropes. Pew pew, pew it to death. Yes. <laughs> Machiko oh, is hi. out. What is Machiko going to do? Machiko is honestly still less bothered by the two of you. On the other hand, the gnome keeps getting in its way. Uh, Michiko is going to... You know what? She's going to channel negative energy again. So everyone will take uh, 10 points of negative energy damage. You can make a will save for half. Could you make four on the will save? Okay, so you'll only take five. Lenta? There we go! 26! You will save. Take half. Jaren? Oh, come on! 16! You will take full. Yeah, I see that. And Lilla? I got 22. You will take half. So everyone takes five except for Jaren, who takes 10. I take 10 on her face. Michiko will then five foot step there. Lenza, you're up. Can you please leave me alone? Just full retreat so she can, can't keep taking five foot steps at you. You could. That is a valid tactic, but I feel like she could still easily get to me. Just do it. Okay. We don't want to lose you. Oh, I followed you. Alright, so you fold her street. Yeah. Jaren. I am going to play whack-a-mole at her face. Okay. Ah! Ha ha ha! Ha ha! First one's gonna miss. Okay. Because I think a 17 misses. I think a we seventeen does miss. that. Yep. But that is a 28 with a confirmation of a 25, which we have already concluded hits. A 25 will be a confirmed critical hit. Which will be 18 points of magical bludgeoning damage. Okay, and so you punch right through the uh, lamellar armor covering her sternum, crushing her spine, and she falls to the ground. Nice. I told you I was going to take 10 with your face. All right, because we are running into a time crunch, I'm going to... Fast forward through the remainder of what there is to do with this, because that was the big fight. Yay, is there a lead? So, uh, when you continue to explore the remainder of the dungeon, there are no other undead. There is a trap, but you guys would probably easily handle it. You would find a number of dead people. Freshly dead people. Uh, Uh, Dead cultists. Up in this room. Oh. You would find uh, a number of dead cultists. You would also find a crystal skull that is shattered on the ground. Ah. On the corpses of the cult, we'll find this note. Oh. And if someone would like to go ahead and read that. Brother, I have received your latest missive regarding your acquisition from the tomb of that foolish hero, Kassan. Two amulets you claimed are two parts of a three-piece key which shall lead to Tarbafon's treasure trove in, trove in the city of Zingrafar. Now, all that needs to be done is to take the third piece from that elven woman who has thrown in with the Resmerians. This is a trifling matter, easily accomplished. 
For my part, plans are to place to head in the town of Ravengrow. There we shall find a unique spirit, a slain warden who died some 50 years back during a fire at the local prison. Spirit is an important piece of the creation I am striving for. We expect to make our incursion to Harrowstone Prison by the end of Abadias. With any luck, the scholar who has been dogging our steps remains unaware of our activities and will not be a problem. He forces the issue, however. For your part, there are whispers of a skull that contains a great deal of necromantic power located within the crypt of a Minkayan warrior somewhere in Ustalov. If we are interpreting this right correctly, the skull is a key component in our creation. Seek you out the Tome of Righteous Repose at Leipstadt University, Leipstadt, which should give you the clues you need to find the tomb. I shall contact you no later than the first of Verast, so we may discuss the next steps as we continue the great work. Sounds for Petros Lorimore. Hey. In addition, you will find the two amulets that were stolen from Cassin's tomb. Oh. On the bodies of these uh, cultists. Yeah. So. And didn't any loot from just the area? This tomb? Nothing of note, and uh, since uh, these are one-shot characters, I'm not going to worry too much about what you might have been able to steal and sell. Fair, fair. That's fair. So, we will leave these mysterious heroes in the crypt with this information. A massive snowstorm is happening outside of the tomb, but they are bloodied, but still victorious, and uh, I'm sure we'll hear from them again. Next week, we will get back to the regular Rainbow Squad as they finish dealing with the underside of Harrowstone Prison and face off, most likely, with the Splatterman. We'd like to say thank you to our special guest star, Orange. Thank you. You're welcome. Hopefully, we will see or hear you again. And until next time, keep an eye open for Mimics, Never Feed a Goblin, and Something Something Dragons. Something Something Dragons uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Something Something Dragons is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Our side quest is an adaptation of From the Tome of Righteous Repose, written by Andrew Hoskins for the Pathfinder Society. If you like what you're hearing, Come check out our other shows on Twitch and YouTube at the Untold Stories Project. Also, drop us a review in iTunes or Google Play. It really helps people find us. You can also join our Discord server at Untold Stories Project or send us an email at untoldstoriesandgames at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.